Global Wellness Transformation presents a unique podcast series featuring leading-edge, forward-thinking innovators who are pioneering breakthroughs in wellness. Personal wellness, family and community wellness, environmental wellness, and financial wellness. From GWT Media, this is Clothing the Emperor, new paradigms of wellness and wealth. In each episode, we speak with individuals who are truly having an impact in the world. In this episode, a discussion around naturally-based cancer treatments with Patrick Lane, an organic chemist researching various plant-based healing modalities, and Richard Roker, GWT's clinical director and a functional and integrative medicine practitioner. Richard, uh, first question to you. Um, in your mind, do you think that traditional pharmaceutical treatments, pharmaceutical treatments, are any closer today to being able to cure cancer? Uh, in a short answer, no. Um, and I say that because cancer rates are steadily increasing. Uh, so if we if we were making progress with pharmaceutical treatments, and I would assume that we would see the cancer rates going down, but they just seem to be steadily getting higher and higher and higher. So, no. Well, you, you've brought up an interesting point um, all by itself, and that is the fact that cancer rates are, are rising. Do you have any theories as to why? Uh, yes. Um, in a plain word, uh, toxicity. Um, when the internal environment of the body is not working in an optimal state, um, it, sets the, it sets the tone for illnesses and diseases to take place. So when we look at, when we look at the, the basic structure of a cell, for a healthy cell, we need nutrients to be able to get into the cell through the lipid membrane to nourish the cell accordingly so your body can make energy, ATP, and also that the waste can get out of the cell. So if that mechanism becomes impaired, where the, um, the, the absorption of nutrients is, is not getting into the cell, that also means that the toxins aren't getting out of the cell either. So then what happens is you start getting a sick cell, which doesn't function properly, and eventually, if it doesn't go through a normal apoptosis, where, where it basically is a cell death, then you'll get a mutation that occurs. And those mutations will turn into cancer cells. So, so we're living in a world where, you know, pharmaceutical companies are trying to develop new cancer drugs all the time. And um, they always seem to come with side effects, uh, unpleasant side effects. Can there ever be such a thing in your mind as a cancer drug that has no side effects, Richard? No, no, because it, it goes it goes against all the laws of nature. We're we're dealing with chemicals in order to try to bring a, a balance uh, into something that you you can never do with with a chemical. At most, maybe you can delay you can delay a reaction. You can uh, work with a symptom. Um, and, you know, kind of release the, the, the symptoms that may be there. But when we're looking at the root cause of it, there is not going to be a pharmaceutical drug out there that's going to heal your cell. I've never seen one anyways. Um, however, if, you know, there are other methods, which I'm sure we'll get into later that we can, we can discuss. But, I mean, any pharmaceutical that you get, there is always 
that piece of paper in there where you need the, you know, the, the magnifying glass to read. And there's a, a whole host of, you know, side effects that are associated with them. And I've never seen a drug without one of those little slips inside there. So yeah. to me, to me, at most, maybe you can stave off or slow down the progression of, of cancer, but uh, I can't, I can't see it healing. You can't heal with a toxin. It doesn't work. Yeah. Patrick, let's turn to you. You've got a, a, a really deep background in organic chemistry. You've got numerous degrees, including a doctorate. And that uh, has led you into um, a pretty interesting field when it comes to alternative treatments uh, for cancer. What have you learned? Well, the holy grail, kind of like what Richard was just talking about, the holy grail is to be able to kill cancer cells without impacting normal cells. And uh, in theory, that should be feasible because cancer cells are different than normal cells. They react differently, different morphology, different behavior. Uh, so, so theoretically speaking, we should be able to target cancer cells without impacting normal cells. Now to what Richard was just speaking about when it comes to pharmaceuticals, uh, as we know, the traditional treatments just treat all cells the same. It's not something that, that the industry has caught up with. The industry hasn't been able to identify uh, chemically how to target cancer cells without impacting normal cells. And so uh, one thing that we noticed with, with specifically with regard to cancer, uh, your question of what have you learned is a very, very broad question. So I'm, I'm assuming you, you specifically are referring to what have we learned specifically as it relates to cancer treatments and natural naturopathic cancer routes. Is that, is that what yes, you're going? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, so what we've seen with cancer cells, cancer cells, one of the reasons why they're able to proliferate and grow so rapidly is because they hide from the immune system. There's a sequestrous terpene that binds to an enzyme called phenesyltransferase, uh, which essentially binds to the, to the, the, the lipid membrane of the cell and, and renders it invisible to the immune system, if you will. And so what we've, what we've noticed is that with limonene, which is a natural uh, chemical, if you will, that comes from citrus fruits. In fact, if you just eat an orange peel every day, an organic orange peel every day, that would be enough limonene to, uh, to render, to, to stop that binding to the cell wall of the cancer cells to, to, to make them visible to the immune system. Now that's very powerful for people who are relatively young and have strong immune systems for people who are older and have, or sick and have poor immune systems, uh, that, that won't necessarily do the trick, but that's what I always tell friends or family members or anyone who comes to me with, what do I do right away? If I want to start something today, what can I do? Or if I want to just take a natural preventative, what can I do? Eat an orange peel, an organic orange peel every single day. You know, it may be a taste bitter, but it's uh, it's worth it. Now, if you if you don't want to do that, then you that's where you get into what Tesbrio has developed, and we have limonene in a bottle where you can take sublingually one or two drops a day to to allow or stop this hiding, if you will. But what there's just, there's two prongs, right? So there's the hiding from the immune system. And then there's the second prong, which is how do you actually impact the cancer cell directly? And so there's been exhaustive studies on jasminates and 
there's, there's a few different derivatives of jasmine H comes from a jasmine flower. The compound that we find of most interest is methyl jasmine And what that does is that identifies and distinguishes. It doesn't impact the normal cells. It goes directly to the cancer cell and, and impacts the, the targets, the mitochondria of that cancer cell. If you don't have mitochondria, if cells don't have function in mitochondria, cells die. We don't know exactly what it is, why the jasmine goes directly to the cancer cell and does not go to, does not impact normal cells. That the literature is still questionable on why that is, but, but it is, there's an abundance of literature that points to the, the, the result, the end result, which is cell death. Yeah. I want to pick up on a point you made earlier when you talked about limonene, um, kind of uncloaking the, the diseased cell, the cancer cell. And that sounds to me a lot like what the pharmaceutical industry is doing with targeted therapy drugs, um, not all of which are designed to uncover, but, but that's one of, the, one of the tricks that cancer cells pull is that they disguise themselves so that the immune system can't find them. So the limonene, now, what's the difference then if, if limonene does that versus a, a pharmaceutical uh, drug, uh, targeted therapy drug doing that? Some, and Richard you probably speak more to this than me, but some targeted therapies are very effective. Uh, the, most, the most effective treatments, at, at least on the pharmaceutical side, are targeted, right? It's direct, when you, the closer we can get to a cancer cell, uh, regardless of the treatment, the, the, more successful, the more successful we're going to be with regards to treating that. There's just a lot of different pathways and potential loss mechanisms for any of these treatments or any of these therapies. Uh, so I can't speak to the difference between why the limonene is successful at, at this, you know, preventing the, the cell from disguising itself uh, as opposed to other uh, traditional targeted therapies. Uh, we just know what we've seen and we've seen that in terms of preventing cancer, uh, if you have a healthy immune system, limonene is, is very effective. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, Richard, are there any sort of side effects with these targeted therapy drugs that you know of? Are, we're talking pharmaceuticals, are we? Yeah, yes. Yes. Well, yeah, like, like I mentioned earlier, um, every pharmaceutical that you buy, whether it's a, a cold remedy or for, or for all the way up to cancer, there's always going to be a side effect associated with it. Because uh, at the end of the day, we're dealing with chemical, artificial, really, manufactured chemical compounds, which go against the, the, you know, the natural energy and vibrations of our body, and they just don't vibrate well. So maybe that's why certain compounds like the limonene and, and various things, they resonate more at that cellular vibration. And that would make sense to me uh, on, on why certain things are working better than others. Is there any work being done on 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 the the vibrational difference between a healthy cell and a and a cancerous cell? Can we can we measure that? Richard? Well, there 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 are a, a plenty of modalities out there uh, that that work with frequencies and vibrations. So we're now in the era where there's a lot of light and sound technologies uh, which are being utilized. Um, probably the most popular things right now are looking at things like red light therapy, infrared therapies, 
Um, you can get into uh, more in-depth types of, of uh, frequencies like tetrahertz technology, scalar waves, uh, PEMFs. Um, those would be uh, used in a very thera therapeutic sense these days and with, with good results uh, as well. Because again, the developers of these technologies have identified that certain illnesses and, and problems will resonate on certain frequencies levels. So when they can get a device to match or raise that frequency, then it, the problem just dissipates away. So it's really quite fascinating where we're heading with medicine. It's going more into uh, the quantum realm, quantum medicine right now, quantum physics, and all those things that we used to see when we were kids watching Star Trek are, are now all becoming a reality. So it's exciting where we're heading. Yeah, it's funny how that works out, isn't it? There are so many other factors that uh, that we deal with uh, with our health and well-being that we need to look at. And I think sometimes we need to get away at just looking at the, the physical side of things because there are emotional, psychological, even spiritual traumatic experiences which can affect these things as well. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we need to get back to basics. And uh, I always say health really isn't that complicated. 80% of the time, if you go back to basics, um, a lot of your issues and problems will, will clear up. Now, the problem these days is we're being bombarded with so much information. And I, I don't even like to use the word, but there's a lot of misinformation because that word's been thrown around in many different ways as well. But People, people are really confused. You know, you got a thousand one different diet plans out there and everybody's arguing with each other, which one's the best. And we just really need to get back to what does the body really need in order to survive? And with cancer, I see that the same thing. You got vegans saying they got the best diet in the world. And they say, if you eat any meat, you're going to get cancer because meat causes cancer. And then I'm looking at that and going, well, this doesn't make any scientific sense because your body needs amino acids in order for your immune system to thrive. And if you don't have any amino acids, which most of them are derived from animal-based products, well, how are you going to boost your immune system? So there's, there's a little bit of here and there with it. And this is where you really need to work with somebody that understands, uh, you know, the body, how it works, somebody that can look at tests beyond your standard 15, 20 blood markers. You, you need to get a more in-depth uh, look at what's going on. And then all those different areas, like I said, the emotional, the psychological, the spiritual thing, do you have traumas that you haven't dealt with? All of those things will play a huge part in whether you're going to get better or not. Hmm. I think we've been circling around the idea that, that um, a medicine, the healing side of medicine, is, um, is rapidly moving out of the kind of three-dimensional reality into 5D and the quantum field. Um, you know, I think more and more people are understanding uh, or and recognizing that everything is vibration. You know, this microphone, the table that I'm sitting at uh, seems solid, but it isn't. Everything is molecules spinning around each other and there's space in between them and they're vibrating. And, and vibration is frequency. And I think also, too, you know, when we talked about when you were talking earlier about um, um, infrared, Red's a color. Colors are vibrations. Colors are frequencies. And, uh, you know, way back in, go back to the, the um, Indian yogi philosophies of chakras. Each chakra has a different color. And there's a reason for that. It's not just that it makes a pretty picture and sells stuff on the internet. 
there's a reason there. And, and so as, as we move into that area, what do you guys see uh, opening up? And, and Patrick, I'll throw that to you first of all. Yeah, so so first I'll pick up where Richard just left off, which is the number. I mean, yes, each of our bodies are unique. We each respond in different ways. We each have different different allergens and whatnot. So ultimately, to go back to the basics is to really rely on how we feel and, and, and use that as our own personal measuring stick, if you will, for for progress. And and so to what you're speaking about in terms of the quantum realm, and in terms of vibrations, it really comes down to how we feel. And the I always I always like to say, and I and I teach this to my kids who are 14 and 16 years old, and, and I teach them the concept of of the idea that nothing exists outside of us. And so when they're as kids, if they're fighting, if they're arguing, if they're upset, if they're bothered by something, it's it's the source is inside of them. And that's kind of what Richard was speaking of or what I took away from one of the things Richard was saying was was about treating the symptoms or going to the root cause and treating the source of of the issue. And, and the source is always inside of us. So the biggest thing that when we talk about energy and vibrations and frequencies, we are all energy. I'm energy, your energy, we're all energy individually as people. Uh, and, and so the number one way to manage that energy and protect that energy is to go back to how do we feel? Do we feel aligned? Do we feel good? Do we feel uh, like we're making progress? I always say it's what you eat doesn't even matter. It's how you feel about what you eat that matters, which is kind of funny. But uh, ultimately, if, if you feel like if you really, truly, deep down, feel like that donut is serving you and is giving you energy and is making you feel good, then then go for it. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, you know, I think that um, it strikes me. And, and Richard, I'm going to ask you this. Um, it seems that, that a drug that's developed, a pharmaceutical drug that is developed, is developed so that it has the widest possible effect um, right across the population. Because if it only works for you and it doesn't work for me, well, you know, the pharmaceutical company is not going to make a nickel uh, and it's not going to help too many people. If we can, uh, you know, and, and as Patrick has alluded to, everything is vibration. Every one of us is a frequency, is vibrating at a particular frequency. Is it is it too far-fetched to think that if we can determine the frequency of an individual uh, within their physical body, that we could design a designer, well, that's silly. We could design a specific modality or treatment for that individual that will have maximum effect on that person, but may have zero effect on somebody else. Uh, yeah, I, I do think that's possible, but I, I, I don't see that possible in the, in the conventional pharmaceutical realm of things. Um, Yes, we know that drugs and medications can affect somebody's vibrational field, but again, because it's not an it's not aligning with the laws of nature, it's never going to get to that high rate where it's going to give a healing effect. It's only really a covering up effect. So, in the natural areas in natural medicine, yeah, I do believe that's possible, and I think that's being done right now with some of the modalities that we've spoken about. And 
and even when Patrick was mentioning there, you know, uh, psilocybin and, and things like this, there's huge amounts of research going into uh, various plant medicines right now. And again, the plant medicines are aligning with the laws of nature. And if you're using them in their in their full state as they were meant to be, then you can get you can get some really good results. I think one of the one of the plant medicines, um, you know, just looking at cannabis right now in itself, you know, there's there's the CBD part of it, there's the THC part of it. Um, neither they they both have their own purposes, but let's look at cancer, for example, and at least in in my research, um, we know that cannabis can also have some benefits as well. Um, but it has to be in the whole plant part of it. It has to be consumed in the right amount. You're not going to smoke a joint and get rid of your cancer. It has to be done in the right medicinal way with the right intentions. And I think that's something that is really important as well. Where do our intentions lie these days? And, you know, at the end of the day, what causes cancer? And it's toxicity, uh, whether it's a toxic environment, toxic foods, toxic emotions, toxic people. I mean, whatever we can say, it's it's toxicity that always leads to that. We get a toxic environment and then disease will always thrive in that kind of environment. So whatever we can do to reduce that toxicity in our lives, then our health will benefit from that. There is a lot of talk these days, or at least that's how it seems to me, around um, supplements. Can they work? You know, when it, when you when you speak of toxicity, can can supplements help to eliminate toxicity from the body? Uh, they can help, um, but supplements are exactly that. It's a supplement. It's in addition to. It's not in place of. And I think a lot of people are using supplements as a, in place of and to make up for having their crappy diet or or whatever they're doing. And it it doesn't work like that. It's in addition to your. If your diet is is proper, the use of supplements is it should be really minimal. When you're pushing your body above and beyond its normal capabilities, or if the stress loads are too high, there will be indications where you can use supplements to help modulate that. You know the kind of stresses that we're we're facing from day to day, and I think that's where the best use of supplements can be used. But then again you want to assess that properly because, you know, I, I see people, they come in with bags and bags full of supplements and I'm going, well, that, that's just crazy. It's too much. And people don't know how much to take and when they need to take them. And certain things are canceling others out and making them ineffective. So more isn't always better. Um, so again, proper lifestyle, your diet is really important. Um, I understand what Patrick was saying before about being in the right right mindset. And yes, I am 100% for that. But um, this day and age, you know, everything is go, go, go and stress, stress, stress. And people are in a rush. And uh, and uh, often the food lacks. You know, we, we get the fast food. We get the packaged food because it's convenient. And it, well, because the box says it has added vitamins, it's supposed to be good for us. Um, but they're added vitamins in there because they're so deplete to, to begin with in the first place. There's no enzymes in there to provide any kind of benefit in the body. So um, these are really dead, useless, anti-nutrient type foods. So um, 
again, it's like I said earlier, we have to get back to basics. And we get back to basics, you'd be surprised how quick and fast your body is going to change. Well, it's an interesting way to, to wrap it up, too. This has been a fascinating conversation, certainly from my perspective. And uh, I want to thank you guys, Patrick Lane, Richard Roker, our clinical director. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm sure we will be speaking again on topics very similar to this in the future. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. This has been Clothing the Emperor, new paradigms of wellness and wealth from Global Wellness Transformation. Our digital content is produced by Dave Grine. Feel free to leave a comment below or by emailing us at globalwellnesstransformation at gmail.com. I'm Chris Henry. Thanks for watching and listening.